So, Tim, what's your story? Well, in northwest Indiana, born and raised in a classroom is where I spend most of my days. Chilling out, writing, relaxing all cool, sharpening some pencils inside of my school. When a couple of guys, they were up to no good, started snapping palominos in my neighborhood. I got out one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Erasable Podcast. I am your host, Andy Welfley. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my uh, partners in graphite crime. Uh, that was a lame pun. Sorry, guys. Uh, Johnny Gamber and Tim Wassum. Hey, guys. Greetings. Hello, Andy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this week we, we actually had a uh, – we kind of had a big thing planned, and it just like because of timing it didn't work out so well. We were going to talk about back-to-school stuff. And, you know, just uh, just about, like, you know, what the best kind of deals are, what, you know, you know, what to avoid, what to find. Um, but then since we record kind of biweekly, we, you know, we were just kind of an off week and we kind of missed our, our time, our window. And now most everybody's back to school. I know that, Tim, you've been back for like two weeks now, right? Yes. Well, more like three. I've yeah. Students for two full weeks. Yeah. And Johnny, I know that. You know your back to school story is a tragic one, so we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so we are actually um, going going to do just the fresh points today, and uh, we we actually we already have the name of the episode. Usually we come up with it at the end. Uh, it is this is the fresh points of Bel Air. So uh, <laughs> pretty proud of that one. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Part yeah. I about spit out coffee. It's cool. <laughs> fresh points. <laughs> <laughs> so. So uh, this is actually part one because, you know, there might be a time when we're just going to do this again. So hopefully for those of you who want a shorter episode, this will be a little shorter. But maybe not because we tend to talk a long time. So uh, first we should probably launch right into – well, let me do a couple announcements first. Um, uh, actually, we just have one main one. Uh, is that the Teespring um, campaign that we're doing for the Erasable uh, Pencils Are Forever t-shirts uh, is about a week out. We are uh, – as of the, this recording, we are six days away. Uh, we have sold 49 shirts to a total of 20. So this thing is Ooh. definitely going to print. That's awesome. Have you guys ordered your shirts yet? I have. No. I got, I yeah, I got one. Awesome. And so, uh, so yeah, yeah we'll, we'll definitely top 50. We'll, we'll top 50. So uh, if you want to get, on, get in on this, um, one thing I'm telling people is that we will never print this design again. So uh, if you want in on it, you need to get in on it now. Um, I'll post a link in show notes, uh, which, by the way, is at erasable.us slash 13, lucky episode 13. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that is, that is the big announcement. Uh, be sure to get in, get in on that. Um, I guess we should talk about the, uh, our tools of the trade. Um, I'll go first. I am uh, drinking. So yesterday at lunch, I was kind of bored, and I've been getting into bourbon lately, as I'm sure everybody has followed my journey here on the, po the podcast, because <laughs> I talk about it a lot. Uh, I just basically watched an hour of uh, artisanal, old-fashioned makers making. So I watched a lot of people making old fashions um, with bourbon, with brandy, with rye. Uh, and so I decided to try to put some of my cheap bourbon and like gross maraschino cherries to use and make myself an old-fashioned, uh, fancy old-fashioned. So that was what I'm drinking right now. So far, so good. What are the components of an old-fashioned? Um, so it, it varies a little bit, but the main components are uh, a simple syrup or sugar, if you want to go with that, uh, an orange peel, uh, bitters, Agnostora bitters usually, uh, sometimes a cherry, like a cherry, and you muddle all that together, and then you add um, 
bourbon on top of that. And depending on how you make it, maybe a little bit of water to kind of, you know, fill it out and water it down a little bit. Or as what I did, I just stirred a bunch of ice in and let it, let it rest. So, so, so far so good. It's, it's delicious. Sounds delicious. Yeah. And I am writing with a, um, a Mongol 482 that, uh, was it you, Tim, who sent me that? Yes. Yeah. So I, I actually had, I used to have a bunch of them and I loved them so much. I used them all and now you can't get them. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I'm using one of my precious Mongols that you sent me. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm writing some more. Oh, awesome. I'm, I'm writing in a, um, a Rhodia notepad. It's the advanced, which is the, um, the square ones that are, uh, kind of reversible side by side. So I just, I just pulled this out the other day and I was like, Oh, I haven't used that for a while. So, that's where I'm laying out all my various like show notes and sound cues and all that crap. So that is, that is my tools of the trade. How about you, Tim? I'm drinking coffee today. Got some, it's called Deterra estate. It's brewed by a, or roasted locally by this company with a, you know, astoundingly memorable name, uh, the coffee company. (laughs) How did they come up with that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I can't believe they got it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's it's delicious. It's a Guatemalan coffee, which I love. It's my favorite favorite origin of coffee, and I'm writing with a Musgrave testing 100. Uh, no, you need surprise. you need to say that like you always uh, spell it. <laughs> yeah, you have to say it like a like a Muppet, like animal would say it. <laughs> yeah, Musgrave testing 100. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I am writing in my my podcast field notes, which is red blooded with a nice erasable sticker slapped on the front. Now. Oh yeah. Which we'll talk mm-hmm. about. Um, actually, so the, the red blooded is one of the few that that's a, that's not a limited edition. That's a regular edition, right? It's a regular uh, edition that was discontinued. Okay. What, what, what is that one like? I don't think I'm familiar with that. Uh, it's a red cover. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And the field notes is letter pressed on the front. Is that what you call it? Where yeah. It's like, yeah. So it's letter pressed on the front, and there is a uh, looks like a I think it's gray, a gray grid on the inside. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. They're nice. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, that would have so. one of the best sets of um, uses in the back. They're all related to blood. Oh, a lot yeah. of them related. To blood. Yeah, sinful thoughts, blood drive <laughs> schedule, urges and impulses, battles fought. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> loves me, loves me not stats. <laughs> I bet you use yeah, that one a lot. This, yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tennessee thing. Yeah, but they're. Uh, this is actually the first the first pack of field notes I ever bought, hmm. and I'm still because I, I got so many in such a short amount of time, and so I'm finishing off that original pack that I bought. That's cool. How about, about you, Johnny? Um, I actually don't know what kind of coffee I'm drinking. It's something from Pete's that oh. was in a French press, and now it's in my belly. <laughs> so. I'll look up what it was later. I love peach. But it was delicious, whatever it was. Um, they've sort of exploded around Maryland lately. They, they've it's, they've uh, only in the past few months come to Indiana, at least Fort Wayne. I I got it in Chicago a couple times just at just at like a little market, like at a fresh market type of deal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I like them a lot. Yeah, we have a peach now, which is really cool. Oh, wow. We never had one. We had um, a few caribous that were very short-lived. Mm. It was those brown lids they put on the coffee. I think it freaked people out. <laughs> Are you drinking poop? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's chocolate. <laughs> and uh, I am writing with a really, really cool pencil that Elizabeth from Little Flower Petals sent me called uh, the Ticonderoga Renew. 
but it's not the recycled tire one. It's recycled cedar, and it smells like pencil heaven, and it's very beautiful. And the box says 2013, so I'm hoping that maybe they're going to replace the Enviro stick, which has been on uh, clearance all summer. Hmm. That would be fantastic. This pencil is so pretty. I wish I could put through the podcast what it smells like. <laughs> we we but, need to, uh, you know, that that's a medium that I don't think we've fully explored. A smell. <laughs> you know, that, that'll really make pencil blogs explode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Transmission. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Try, 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 to smell your, try to smell your ink, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Terrible. All smells like that. Oh, and I am, I'm writing in a write pads book. I write hmm. notepads and company book. Which one? That I usually write in. I'm writing in one that says Pencil Revolution on the front that we stamped at the bindery. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That's this cool. is the envy of all my peers, <laughs> even though I did it crooked. Yeah, that's part of the charm. Gives a character. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, we should probably get right into Fresh Points because I feel like we have a lot more uh, than usual and we want to try to we want to try to keep this to an hour or less. So, uh, Tim, would you like to... Fresh point us. I would love to point you. Uh, Fresh point us to the FM right direction. Is the first thing I want to talk about. Relay FM, the new uh, podcast network from our buddy Mike Hurley, launched. Was that? I guess it was, was it last week or the week before last when they put out their first yeah. episodes. Uh, the eighteenth they launched. Eighteenth. Okay. So I just wanted to give them a shout out because I think that it is give Mike a shout out because it's really well done. And I've listened, so far, I listened to The New Pen Addict, and I also listened to the new show, Inquisitive, and it was outstanding. Uh, I really loved listening to that. I was standing out in my yard, uh, hosing down lawn toys for my son, <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> so there's a little TMI for you. But, uh, but it was great, and I loved listening to Inquisitive, and I wish them all best. Did you all listen to any of the new shows? I did. I, I actually listened to all of them except the video game show so far. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm a, um, actually I want to have a future episode about it, but I'm, I'm a kind of a big tech geek as well. So I just like, like li- listening to like Apple news and everything. So I, I listened to the prompt, uh, when it was mm-hmm. on five by five, which was, um, Mike Hurley, um, Stephen Hackett and, uh, uh, Federico Vitici. And they, they did like an Apple News show, and that's what's turned into Connected. And I, I listened to that. I listened, um, I listened a lot to Command Space, which is now what you were talking about, um, Inquisitive. That's a, mm-hmm. it, sounds, it sounds a lot tighter. It sounds, now in the new network, it's just like, just super tight, I think, now. And then, actually, my favorite of the new shows was Analog, um, besides like the Pen Attic, because that's an awesome show. But like Analog is really good. That's with KZ List from the Accidental, Accidental Tech Podcast. And um, it's it's really well done. It's sort of about the emotional and so, like sociological implications behind technology. Like this week, they had a big thing about um, like if you're somebody who you know just picks up your phone instead of like hanging out with your wife, are you a terrible person? Essentially, and they just explored that topic, and I I think it's fascinating. And I can't wait to see where it goes. So uh, that's a brand new. There was no there was no counterpart on on five by five. So yeah, that's a that's a great show. Uh, also, I have a. I, I came here to commiserate, or not commiserate. What's the word? Get some. Get you guys to relate. What I oh, I got gotcha. you a couple weeks ago. Get some pity is what you want. No, just kidding. Maybe pity. <laughs> yeah, but you all can relate to this. But I was at 
Walmart getting some stuff for school, and of course, couldn't help but <clears throat> walk past the uh, pencils, as I always do, even though I know they never change, but then something was different. Actually, sorry, it was Target. Uh, and there was a pack of Ticonderogas that looked different to me, and I walked closer. And have you bought a pack, one of the new packs that has soft printed on it again? Have you seen this? Yes. I have yeah. not. Okay, I'm happy with so, the return of the word. Yeah, and that's about it. Because um, I feel the same way. I I saw that and I was like, well, that's a reason to buy 36 new pencils. Right? <laughs> uh, because it's new word. Soft. That's, that's, that's what we do. That's, that's the kind of people we are. Uh, and so I bought it. I brought it home. And it is so different. Huh. It is very different. Uh, Johnny, did you notice like several differences? Curious. Um, or maybe I, I got a bad pack. There are a lot of differences between the Mexican versions and the Chinese versions, and I've even gotten some new Chinese versions that are instead of bright yellow with sort of a gloss, they're almost like a pale matte yellow. Like really, mm-hmm. really nice, but really different than any other Ticonderogas I've seen before. Yeah, so, so I have two. I don't know what the deal is. It's weird. Yeah, I have two in my hands right now, and one is this new one I'm talking about, and another is from I, I think it was a pack of Mexican ones that I got in like 144 pack for school a couple of years ago. And the one biggest thing I noticed about the one with soft printer on it is that it's almost a full hex. Uh, it's not as rounded hmm. as the other one. It has sharp, almost sharp corners on it. I mean, I also have this test scoring here and it's very close. Um, it's very different. And the other huge difference this is really the worst part. The part that really frustrated me is hmm. that, the wood is noticeably either processed or dyed or something because mm, the, the wood on the inside of this new one is white. I mean, almost hmm. bright white. I've noticed a few, the pale ones are white, but my, mm-hmm. um, you don't think they're the using basswood. ones I got at Target are red. It's weird. Yeah. 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 I, I'm holding my Target one right now and yeah, it's kind of reddish. What are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. And then hey, maybe, maybe they the want to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of troubling. I was excited because it had soft on it, but also like the ferrule's in bad shape. The paint on the ferrule is not even all the way on. And then I have this old Ticonderoga that has really nice, rich colored wood on the inside. And you can tell that there are two different slats that are pressed together. But this other one, I mean, it's all this uniform color and it doesn't sharpen well and they canoe like crazy. So you should, you should uh, post that on the, um, on the group and, and see if Charles can give any insight because you know, he, I, I think they supply slats to Dixon and maybe okay. he can tell you if that's like a basswood, which I hope it's not. Um, yeah. or if that's I'll, what's going on with that. Yeah. I'll post a, a side by side pick later. Um, yeah. It seems like Papermate's taking cedar out of their Murados lately, or at least the yellow Murados, which is very, very depressing. Yeah. So I hope, I hope they're not all doing with cedar. That would be really sad. Yeah. No more smelling. Yeah, it doesn't smell really like anything. <laughs> Sad face. I mean, it has a slight woodish smell, but it doesn't have that rich cedar smell. No. Hmm. Anyways, so I'm gonna cry about this later. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Depressing. I was so excited because I was like, "Oh, it looks like the old ones." Just put on some Adele and have a good cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put on the Cure. I'm older. <laughs> um, since we didn't get to have our back to school episode, I thought I would also comment on what I've been seeing in the schools as far as supplies go. Of course, really specifically pencils. 
I, I I don't know if I posted on the I think it was on the Facebook group that I posted about this, but I have noticed that about ninety five percent of the kids I have in class use mechanical pencils. Somewhere around there. I mean, in every class there are one or two kids that use wooden pencils and they're always just terrible. I think I saw one kid was using USA Gold uh, hmm. pencils, the right dudes, which is about as good as it gets, but everybody has mechanical pencils. Hmm. So I just thought I'd share a little more depressing stationary news. Is, um, is it mostly like the big clicks or is it a... Yeah, no, I mean, they're like... Not clicks, but whatever. What is no, it called? They're not, the... they're not even big. Uh, oh, the big attic. Uh, yeah, Big Matic, that's it. Yeah. I do like that thing. Hey, that I mean, what? To me that's kind of like kind of like the crystal sort of. Yeah, to me that's still yeah. the archetype of a of the disposable mechanical pencil. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, so most of them are these you know, no name, like don't even have a brand name written on them yeah. that people buy at Walmart in like a 25 pack, which is sort of ironic because yeah. you're buying a 25 pack of mechanical pencils so that you can put lead in them, but you have 25 of them so that you can lose them. <laughs> um, and they break. Like I'll just find shards of them all over my floor because people will be like, you know, they'll play with them and they'll shatter and they'll just throw it in the trash, um, or the clips will break off. So, <laughs> yeah. So that was another. Sorry to bring all the sad, depressing news, but it's been a, a week of sickness <laughs> for me. So I've just been wallowing in all the depressing parts of life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> and actually, I have another bad piece of bad news from. <laughs> <laughs> for my, my next one but I'm, I'm having trouble with my classroom friendly sharpener huh. uh, and I noticed someone else posted about having problems with theirs on our Facebook group I don't have the same group I forget who it was said that it would just was just dead but mine has started putting jagged points on the ends of pencils have hmm. you ever had this I don't think I have no. have you have you looked at the kind of looked inside to see the little burrs like are they are they yeah. clogged or something i've i've pulled it out and i've taken the the toothbrush to it and tried to condition it and get it all <laughs> clean but it's still it's still doing it and it leaves these really weird it makes a sharp tip but then at the end for the, about the last couple millimeters it sort of scrapes side of it off and it turns into this weird jagged point at the very end huh yeah and, to, to me that uh, sounds like that maybe one of the the burrs is a little either Hopefully not like dinged or something like that, but maybe clogged. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if that's a if that's a thing. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna keep messing with it, but I just was yeah. gonna run that by you all to see if you've heard of it. And if anybody who's listening has had that problem, I'd love to hear how you fixed it or what you did to, or what kind of tests you could run to get that figured out. Because I mean, I, it gets a lot of use, of course, because I have it in my room and. The kids who do bring the pencils, like actual wooden pencils, they use it every day, and I'm using it every day. And I had it all last year too. And uh, it looks like it was okay. Joy, it was Joy from the group who posted that yes. that picture. And I'm looking through yes. to see. Yeah, she says it just stopped sharpening, but she hasn't. She didn't quite say why. Oh, okay. um, and I guess she was. I guess she was going to unscrew it and check it out, but. Uh, apparently she, she performed some quote, judicious jiggling slash shaking slash tapping. And that did the trick. So my guess is it was clogged. Like maybe some pencil shavings got stuck between the burrs. Yeah. So it was just spinning. Like yeah. Spinning its tires. Kind yeah. Of. Huh. yeah. So maybe just throw it on the ground and stomp on it. And... Yeah. I'll just kick it a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then 
last thing I wanted to mention is that uh, when I so I was the one who was sick this week, but I am feeling better. Uh, and on Monday, when I was really feeling lousy, and we were I was home home from school. Uh, one thing I did with that day is that got out my iPad, lay on the couch, and started going through the cramped and going mm-hmm. back as far as I could, reading posts and, and just all the cool quotes and things that they post on there. And I just wanted to say that I think that is a top-notch, a top-notch site. Oh, yeah. I really love the, I love the concept, just the holistic, this is about writing, analog writing, and how it can be, come together with technology. It just, I love that broadness of it. It's just very clean design and good writing, and I just, I just wanted to say that I think that they're they're doing it right. And, so I, and I, what I love about that that blog is it, it's sort of you know applying the you know John Gruber's daring fireball kind of link blog method to uh, like a pencil pen stationary blog. Like uh, Patrick, Patrick's a pretty good like he has a, he used to have a podcast and a blog called Minimal Mac. I think the pod the blog is still going on, but he's very much like a tech blogger guy who you know, is interested in pencils and pens as well. And so he's, he's the first to kind of apply that shorter form link blog style to um, just, just kind of philosophy to a, a writing blog. So what I hope that means is it gets more people, you know, from that side interested at least in analog and at least mm-hmm. thinking about it. So, yeah. yeah. I've, re- I've written yeah. A, a couple articles on that and he's, you know, he's great. He's super easy to work with and he's a great editor. I've enjoyed him. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And if you haven't gone to thecramped.com, you should go ASAP. That's if you can't understand. It's the C R A N P E D cramped, like a cramp in your cramp in your hand. <laughs> so, all right, and that's all I got. Johnny, awesome. Well, I, I should preface this by saying that my wife, despite being married to me for eleven years, does not really use pencils very much. What is her problem? <laughs> She's got a lot of pencils. I'm like, you know, hey, I have a dozen of pencils. Here's one. Oh, I like that. It's in the cut. Sharpened. <laughs> until Charlotte steals it. So uh, we were in Boston a few weeks ago. She saw these little tiny bridge-style pencils from Kate Spade and I think Paper Source. They're thin uh, and expensive. They're $20 for 10 Like, you could buy black wings. But, um... <laughs> I finally, I picked them up when we were in Washington the week before last. It's sort of a back-to-school thing. And um, they're really nice if you can hold a pencil that's as wide as a chopstick. And she said she sharpened it, but I don't know how. She did say sharpener. Like, that is not specific enough for this guy. But um, <laughs> if, you, if you want some really, really, really kind of bizarre pencils, then um, the link will be in the show notes. Uh, they're... they're they say they're bridge style, but they're more like a um, guild secretary pencils because they're I think they're a little too long to be bridge pencils. I don't know how you play bridge, so I might be totally <laughs> wrong about that. Are they, are they the ones that say like "Yours sincerely"? Take note, spell it out. So well composed. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they also have ones with stripes, but my wife decided those were not cool. Hmm. So, it, it, the, the, the pictures, the pictures on the link. It's kind of funny that you can, as a big time pencil nerd, you can look at it and see that the. The graphite is off center in almost every one yeah. package. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went through all of the packs in the store and I found one that was pretty good. There was only one that was a little off center. <laughs> nice. Look, I'll hit that one with a knife for you. I'll, I'll I, bet, I, bet she, I bet she appreciated bringing you because wreck up the merchandise. <laughs> I, I think I think my <laughs> favorite here is 
I think I think my favorite here is in a manner of speaking. It's <laughs> a good one. You say they have a racing. I think I might steal one just because. Oh yeah. Well, I wouldn't use it. My fingers are fat. I'd probably just break it or something. <laughs> Snap! <laughs> it's a two dollar pencil. <laughs> Your hand would eat it, just like it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I asked her to bring them home so I could play with them, but uh, this 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 week's been crazy with the baby starting school. So I haven't gotten to play with them yet, but I think they're cedar. I think anything else would break. They smell good. So I'll report back on if they're actually good pencils or not. Hmm. I have a feeling they're probably not. But Oh, this is getting to be a depressing episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and brighter news, um, we just took some delivery of some cool stuff from Stadler, including a device called the Pencil that Stephen reviewed on Pencil Talk. Um, I think like last year, it's sort of like the perfect pencil from Faber-Castell, but the pencils are made of Wopex and they have a stylus on the end. So they're pretty cool, but if I'm right, they're $19 a piece for refills. Maybe I'm wrong and that was for three. I hope it was for three, but even that's pretty expensive. But anyway, that's coming up and it's really, really cool and it's a boon that everybody's making new pencil stuff. So that's on the up and up. Are these the ones that kind of look like the the perfect pencil, but they're... They're black. Yeah. yeah, and it's really cool, but it's plastic. Hmm. But it's not $250. So that's, I guess it balances out. And I don't know if you guys have ever tried to put the, the platinum one in your pocket, but you kind of can't. It's like putting a hip flask in your shirt pocket. It just kind of falls over. And hmm. then you look kind of ridiculous. Well, yeah, I do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> Sending this uh, to your principal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you mean the hip flask every day or the yeah. ridiculous? <laughs> it's not a hip flask. It's a canteen. You've got to hydrate, right? We actually went on a trip to Washington. On that trip to D.C., there was a kid who bought a flask and was using it for water on the trip. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> He's like, what? They said it was a canteen. And he actually got to believe him. He's an eighth grader. Just like, just give it to me. That's not about to hydrate, little guy. Let me show you how it's done. It's like camouflage. <laughs> this here is it whiskey. Was brown. It smells like bourbon. <laughs> so a few of our listeners have sort of um, jokingly accused us of tempting them into buying a lot of pencils they don't need. And I've I've noticed lately that I find a pencil I like and I buy a dozen. And then I need <laughs> another dozen because if I stop making it, I want to have two dozen. Even <laughs> though, you know, I find another pencil I like and I've bought three of that. So I've Really, really, just have too many pencils in my house. It's getting kind and, of. Ridiculous. And what if we want to share some with somebody? We should buy three dozen. Yeah, you should <laughs> buy a dozen. You know, they're all gone. Oh, I'll get a couple more. You know, might, think, might meet someone that likes orange, and the pencils are orange. Here you go. Some orange pencils. That urge is at the core of our obsession. Like, I think everybody can identify with that. <laughs> this, this, like, uh, this feeling of maybe they'll never make it again, or they're going to stop making it. Like, that sort of paranoia is always going through my head with everything. Yeah, now with, with Ticonderoga's being different, like if they stop using cedar, I've got to go get a couple gross of them in cedar because I need them for, <laughs> you know, capital O, one day. <laughs> um, at the end, you know, the end of a civilization, I'll be the guy that's got Dixons that are cedar. Yeah. And I, thought you're, I thought you were meaning you are going to like take them in your tomb with you in your pyramid so that you'd have them in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll have graphite fingers in the afterlife. Like a pharaoh. Sharpened in my nose. <laughs> Just place a curse on it. Somebody opens it and uses your pencil. And it only writes like stuff that comes true, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You can know, only write the thoughts pen. that are in your mind. <laughs> 
Uh, my last fresh point is a weird story. I guess it's not really a story so much as an anecdote where my daughter, you know, everyone has a back to school list. And my daughter just started pre-K and the list said six number two pencils. I think the three of us can relate. If you say that, I'm like, I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> Lots of number two pencils. So I figured they're in pre-K, so I'll get her number two fat pencils. Yeah. So I was going to do the Faber-Castell 9000 Jumbos. But in addition to them being very expensive, they don't say number two. They say HB, and I didn't want to get into an argument with her teacher about how that's really a number two. <laughs> on the assumption that the teacher doesn't know, and she probably does know. But um, So we bought the yellow fat Ticonderogas. And you know, I went to Staples, and I'm running around in the bin making sure I get the ones with the best centers. You know, this is the first day of school. She's got the best pencils. <laughs> and then... She comes home from school the first day with five of them in a backpack. And I'm trying to get out of her why they're in a backpack. Like, what did you do wrong? How did you screw up? took your pencils. She's like, no, we can't have fat pencils. Like, you had right, one okay, thing to do. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> so I, I took her to the archive and just opened the drawers and like, pick six pencils, whatever you want. So she picked six pencils, and we sharpened them, and we put them in a box, and I took them to school with her the next day, and I apologized to her teacher, and she gave me a funny look. She's like, she can have any pencils she wants. So I'm still not really sure why they came home. My daughter said something about not wanting to leave them at school, although she left one at school. <laughs> so now they're all at school, and her teacher probably thinks that we're very bizarre for thinking about pencils so much in our house. Your daughter just doesn't want baby pencils, was what it is. Well, do you... Yeah. She's got a nice variety in there now. I'm yeah. going to send it with black wings and see what happens. <laughs> I have like a hypothesis that I'm wondering about. Do they have a sharpener there that they can use to sharpen mm. a fat pencil? Um, I they smell do, what you're cooking. But they haven't used their pencils yet. They've just been using their crayons so far. Mm. Which makes me very sad, but <laughs> I'm sure they'll, they'll get to it. And the teacher <laughs> has a, an industrial mechanical or electric sharpener behind her desk. That I've seen her using repeatedly before. Like you could be forgiven if you've got to sharpen two dozen pencils a day <laughs> that you want to put it in that monstrosity. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, my only other theory is that maybe their pencil box just opened. Hmm. I hope. Like, did somebody make fun of you because your pencils were fat or yellow? <laughs> what happened to my daughter? Maybe she's been sucking on each so other. Far, so good. <laughs> maybe she just knows the importance that you stress on them and she just wants to please her father she spent yeah, her she account for them all the other one's at school <laughs> she spent her whole life just trying to a lot of pencils at our house <laughs> oh, i haven't sent her with wopexes because i'm afraid they'll wreck the classroom pencil sharpener yeah get a nasty call home dr camera what, what did your daughter do to our sharpener <laughs> <laughs> apparently like edgar r murrow is your <laughs> is your daughter's teacher <laughs> yeah. uh, there's German pencil uh, wood flowered goo stuck up in our sharpener <laughs> come and fix this how did this happen <laughs> to call up David Reese see if he can come down to Baltimore today he's like I'm oh, on it him. he's like in uh, in Pulp Fiction you know Harvey Keitel's character is like the fixer <laughs> the wolf yeah. he's the wolf he's like he's, he's the pencil wolf you feel Comes better in, like sh- shoot some <laughs> yeah shoot some like acid into the sharpener that melts the wood stuff. he's like I'm going to tell you what, what you need to do, and you have to follow exactly what I say without question. <laughs> it comes out, and you can make coffee with it. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're laughing now, not sad about Ticonderoga. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, those are all of my fresh points for this episode. 
Well, mine, uh, I guess I guess that's a good segue. Uh, speaking of David Reese, I've been watching um, Going Deep with David Reese. Um, it's on the um, it's on National Geographic, and then if you have Hulu Plus, you can watch it there. Um, and if you have a, a cable subscription that you can sign into, um, you can watch it on uh, on National Geographic's website. Uh, there's about nine episodes or something so far. It is fantastic. Um, I don't know if David Reese's, uh, if you have read his book or not, uh, or if you've seen his interviews or anything, but his super kind of dry, earnest sense of humor just really, really bleeds through. Have, have you guys, do you, have you watched any of his like CBS Sunday morning s- stuff? Mm-hmm. Over oh, yeah. and over again. Yeah. yeah he's, he's so great and he's just so earnest, but also he has a sense of humor about what he's talking about. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of compared this show to um, like Good Eats with Elton Brown. I kind of compared it to that, but without the food. Uh, every week he picks something different. Like one week it's how to make ice, uh, how to light a match, how to climb a tree, how to dig a hole, things like that. But he just sort of like (laughs) takes it to a, just a whole, I mean, he goes deep, so he takes it to a whole different level and it's, it's super fascinating. I love the one, uh, the first one you should watch is the one about matches. It's really good. It's really interesting. I'm actually one big issue with middle schoolers and writing Uh is that they never, ever go into enough detail on things. Yeah. And so I'm actually tempted to show them one of those episodes. I'm like, you want to see detail? <laughs> you know, what, <laughs> we're going to take this very simple concept, making ice, and you're going to watch 30 minutes about how to make and, ice. <laughs> and making ice is, is kind of the best one that, that I thought. Like, it was, it was interesting because, you know, he even got into the philosophical. Like, he was talking about how, you know, it, you know no matter how good you make ice, it's eventually going to melt. Like, that's the point of it. It's, it's impermanent. <laughs> And he decided to talk about impermanence by going to talk to a Buddhist monk. <laughs> that is awesome. And, and like one of the monks who make those like real elaborate like sand murals and then just like wipe it away. And it's it's wonderful. David Reese is is my hero. He's my he's my man crush Monday. Um, <laughs> and I'm also super super jealous of his, jealous of his hair is really what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah he so has great hair. Yeah, he does. So so uh, yeah, go go check that out. Um, actually, somebody today on Twitter. Uh, he retweeted it, said, does, does David Reese in his apron look to you like uh, handsome Mo when Mo Slezak from The Simpsons is like handsome? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think I retweeted it. If I didn't, I will. And you have to, uh, David Reese definitely retweeted it. You have to go check that. Check the comparison out. It's really funny. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So check that out. Um, the other really big thing I was going to tell everybody is, you know, one of the other problems with uh, us rec- only recording once every two weeks is that, you know, things just happen and then just stop in between episodes. So in between lo- the last recording and now, uh, we got in our stickers, our erasable stickers. Uh, we got that in on like a, like a Thursday or something. And by, by Monday, we were sold out, which, which is awesome because, you know, we, we had a lot of interest and we sold out. We made a little revenue. Um, it was kind of logistically crazy, but uh, we we sold our stickers. Uh, I think it was four dollars uh, for three, and then um, I think it was two dollars per sticker. And we actually, or something like that, I can't remember. Uh, but we actually sold no single stickers. We only sold um, three packs. And so there's a lot of erasable stickers out there. So uh, don't worry, everybody. We will be making more, uh, and hopefully, we will be ordering more at a time. So. Uh, you, we won't run out so quickly. So we'll have a chance to announce it on the podcast for those of you who are not Erasable um, Facebook community members. Um, which, by the way, if you're not an Erasable Facebook community member, why not? 
mm-hmm. that's uh, I mean, I understand if you're not a, if you're not a Facebook person. I I, t- I took a year hiatus from Facebook and it was the best thing ever. Um, but um, we'll have more information about that later if you want to join. But um, but yeah, those stickers are super cool. I have one rocking out of my laptop right now. Um, the guys have some. Um, they're kind of people are posting their their shots of their stickers out out in the wild. That's pretty cool. So we'll definitely have more. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was today I got my, um, do you guys remember last episode we were talking about the new, uh, word notepad notebooks Mm -hmm. we were talking about how they come in three colors, the polygon ones, which are super cool, but it sucked because we wanted one of each color, like in a mixed pack. Yeah. Well, uh, sometime since then, um, Gary Varner, who is a, uh, Facebook group member, he decided, uh, well, he's, he's been working on a, um, a store, like a little online storefront where he's going to be selling, you know, mixed packs of stationery. He's going to be selling like retired field notes, things like that. Um, he actually built a, a mixed pack of these new word notebooks and sold them to uh, erasable Facebook group members only. So uh, I know that we got several orders. I definitely ordered mine. It's awesome because now I have one of each color. And that's really what I wanted. So, uh, so yeah, it, this is really cool. It's, um, it's not out yet. Um, I think he's looking for a, a mid September launch, uh, but the shop is called Notegeist, like Zeitgeist, uh, N O T E G E I S T.com. And if you go there, you can sign up for his email list. If you want to be notified, notified of when it launches. And I know that he's, he met, he teased to the group that sometime before the launch, he's going to be offering a, uh, pencil sampler pack. So uh, you know how I have, I feel about pen, mm. uh, about sampler packs. I think they're the best idea for somebody just kind of getting acquainted with pencils. Um, but yeah, uh, check out the Facebook group. If it coincides with a podcast recording, we'll mention it here as well so people can do it that way. Um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. And then when he launches, um, I know we'll we'll all be good friends. So uh, check out Note Guys. Get get signed up for the email list. Uh, the link is in show notes. Um, speaking of things online, um, there is a, uh, website called need it's neededition.com or maybe needlifestyle.com. I can't remember. Um, it's a guy named Matt Alexander. He's a good friend of Mike Hurley's. Uh, they used to have a podcast called bionic together. Uh, he started a new business called need N E E D. And it's kind of one of those like curated shopping for men kind of a thing. It's basically like bark box where they have like you know, except for not for your dog, but, or Birchbox even. Birchbox. Yeah, Birchbox. Barkbox is the dog version. Um, <laughs> Birchbox, where they have like, um, you know, they <laughs> they pick out like, you know, several different things for that month. Um, and they, I mean, in Birchbox, they send it to you, but in need, they just basically make it available and you, you, you kind of get a pick and choose. So they usually pick out like a shirt and a jacket and a pair of pants and like an accessory and a magazine subscription. They had field notes a while ago. Uh, well, this month, um, they had uh, the Blackwing 602s are in, it, are in it. And I know there's another, this is, we're getting really like inside podcast baseball, but there's a guy named um, Moises. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's like Chaluin. Uh, he's he's on The Incomparable, which is a really great 5x5 five five, um, like pop culture podcast. Uh, he does a few other things too, but he he's he's like an old school Blackwing fan, and somehow he did not find out about the new Blackwings until just recently. So uh, we had talked back and forth a little bit about it. I kind of introduced him to Charles from Pencils.com, and I know he was kind of working with uh, Need to try to make that available. So 
Uh, it's super cool they're selling that. It's not so much, you know, everybody listening to this podcast already knows about the Black Wings and doesn't need to go buy it there. But it just it's just cool that it's kind of hitting one more kind of, you know, tech blog venue or, I mean, it's kind of like a high-end hipster type thing, but it's still really cool. Uh, they're pairing it with this super neat notebook. Um, let me pull up that link because I cannot remember what it's called. Uh, have you seen this, guys? It's called a cultivation notebook. I'm looking at it right now. On, yeah, on the neat on neat edition. It looks really cool. It looks like one of those like old fashioned um, compos not composition like a like a blue book almost, but it's thicker. It's it's perfect bound. Um, yeah, it's just a super nice looking notebook. I haven't I haven't used it. I don't know anything about it, but they're pairing uh, a dozen black wings with that thing. So um, there's a link in show notes. Definitely check that out. Um, there's this other cool thing. I am a sucker for a little for swag, like you know stickers or notebooks or what have you. Um, if you're not a member of the Field Nuts uh, Facebook group, um, and if you care anything at all about Field Notes, you should go join. Uh, there's a link in show notes. Uh, check it out. There, there's a guy doing a um, a contest. He a while ago he made after Robin Williams died, he made a patch off of um, that little moon icon that Mork wore on his suspenders. If you guys are familiar with that uh, in Mork and Mindy. Yeah, he made a little. He made a, like a patch in tribute of that, uh, and it, apparently it sold like hotcakes. So he's he's all into patches now, and he is now um, having a contest, a design contest, where um, if you submitted a field notes inspired design to him, he will put it up for a vote, and the winner gets their uh, design printed. The winner gets twenty five patches, and these are like um, they're embroidered patches, but they have a velcro backing, um, and um, they. Uh, and and then the proceeds go to a charity of your choice. So uh, I actually, we we kind of submitted one on behalf of the Erasable guys. I know a few other people submitted one. Uh, I'm not going to tell you which one because you should vote fairly and cleanly. Um, but I'm pretty sure ours is going to win. What do you think, guys? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty locked, locked up, I'd John. say. Sorry, Cody. Yours is cool, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy one of yours. Yeah. So... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we're probably going to win, but, um, if you have any inkling for a design or you want to, you have an idea for a field, field notes patch, um, go to, go to the field notes group. Uh, the only, the only trick is that you cannot use the field notes name. It's cause it's trademarked and, or like, you know, have a picture of field notes or something like that. So, uh, mine is heavily inspired by it, but not, not the actual one. So, uh, that is the field notes pat, uh, patch, which is super cool. So yeah, that's that's really all of the um, all of the fresh points I had. So it looks like we're sitting sitting pretty good for for our, our time this week. Does anybody have anything else before we oh, go on? I was just gonna say I apologize to everybody for the delay. I mean, it was mostly on <laughs> for my sake because yeah. I was not in a good place on our normal Sicko. recording time. So. Well, I don't know where your dedication is. Why we didn't just record? And I mean, you can mute if you have to if you have to throw up, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like what are you drinking? The taste of my own vomit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> what are you drinking? Go, oh, don't talk about. It. <laughs> so, I guess I guess we could uh, we could button this up. Um, uh, Johnny, where can people find you on the interwebs? I am at pencilrevolution.com on your browser. On Instagram, I am at Johnny Gamber G A M B E R, and on Twitter at Pencilution. Tim, how about you? You can read my blog at thewritingarsenal.com. I'm on Twitter at writingarsenal. And 
you can follow me on Instagram at the writing arsenal. Cool. Uh, I am Andy Welfley. Um, my blog is woodclinched.com. Uh, you can find me there. You can uh, find me on Twitter at a Welfley, a W E L F L E, uh, or my blog is on woodclinch is woodclinched on Twitter. Uh, and I guess, yeah, I'm on Instagram. It's uh, a Welfley, but you're probably mostly going to see pictures of kittens. <laughs> so, uh, really cute ones. Aww. So, um, it is a, uh, the, this is the erasable podcast. We are at erasable.us, uh, or in your friendly local, uh, iTunes podcast directory. Um, if you are, if you use overcast, the Mac Mac client, be sure to recommend this episode to your friends. Um, you can find us on Facebook at erasable podcast, uh, or on, uh, we're not on Instagram, are we? Yeah, I no. think that about covers we, 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 our... We talked about a hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag Erasable Podcast. Uh, and yeah. by the way, I should spell Erasable because I know that there's been some confusion. There's no E on Erase. It is... I mean, there's an E at the beginning, but not at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's Erasable. We, we are... Uh, it's E-R... Erasable. <laughs> uh, we are at uh, E-R-A-S-A-B-L-E. Uh, and then uh, we are also on Facebook, our group, and I really recommend you join. There have been exclusive deals for Erasable group members. There have been products offered. Uh, this is a way to keep up with us and other pencil fans throughout the week. Uh, and people yeah, are posting. It's a veritable pencil party. Oh, yeah. Pencil party for sure. There, and there's, I mean, there's a good probably 10 posts a day. So uh, yeah. be prepared to talk about pencils. Um, it's free to join. We just ask that you request and one of us will approve you to make sure you're not a spammer. Um, that is at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable uh, or you can go to uh, erasable.us and click on the Facebook group uh, one last thing be sure to check out our Teespring uh, campaign for our erasable t-shirt uh, never again after after this run will you get this particular t-shirt uh, it is at uh, teespring teespring.com slash erasable uh, so thank you very much uh, we ask that even though we are the erasable podcast you do not erase us Uh, from your podcast feed. Uh, So thank you very much, and we'll catch you next time.